It's time for our Green and Gold Insider, three-time sports, Wisconsin Sport Writer of the Year, co-host of Wilde and Tausch on ESPN Radio, Jason Wilde. Welcome to the program. Jeez. Hold on a second. I'm new here. Jason. Good morning, Doreen. What a, what a wonderful introduction. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, well, I'm, I tried to introduce you and push all the buttons at the same time, and it wasn't working. I, I know you've got a lot going on there, and I was impressed that you did that. Well done. Uh-huh, thank you. Speaking of well done, David Bakhtiari, done for the season. He's probably done, done forever. Um, possibly done forever in Green Bay. Uh, definitely done for the season. He's got this next surgery scheduled where they're going to uh, remove what he called a uh, sandpaper effect on his knee where his uh, the, the, the top bone of his leg, the femur, where it connects to his knee, it is rubbing inside that joint to a degree that he's got constant pain and fluid. It wasn't the turf in Atlanta that prevented him yeah. from playing. It was that pain. And so, yeah, he's, uh, he's done for the year. He's got a, a big cap number for next year that they can't keep him under that contract, they would have to restructure his deal. But I wouldn't rule it out completely because I'd be curious to know how many other teams are going to be interested in him uh, after their doctors get done examining his knee. So you, you never know, but he definitely wants to keep playing. He made that very clear. We just have to now see if there's where that might be, if anywhere. So whose decision was it to keep him out for the year? Was it his decision to have the surgery, or was it, was it the Packers telling him, you should have the surgery now and be out for the rest of the year? Good question, Marcus. So the, the issue with this is that they were all aware, the Packers, Bakhtiari, his doctors, that there was this issue within his knee. The, the problem is is that if you, it, you can have this issue and not have any symptoms. No inflammation, no fluid, etc. After he had the catastrophic knee injury on New Year's Eve in practice of 2020, then this started to become an issue as he worked his way back from it. And they were hoping that they could avoid this. So hindsight being 2020, you would have liked them to, when they went in to fix his ACL and everything else that was a miss with his knee, you would have liked them to have been able to fix this. But doctors don't like to operate on things that might be wrong. They only want to operate on things that they know for certain are wrong, and they did not feel like they should do the surgery originally because he might not be symptomatic. Well, it turns out he is, and that's why everything has kind of been derailed to the degree that it has been. So the Packers supported his decision to have the surgery, but it was ultimately David's decision to have it. Okay, well, we're on the big stage tonight, right? Monday night football. Have you seen all the footage out in Vegas of all the Packer fans that are out there? I have not, but I assumed that there were going to be many, 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 many. There's, there's two things that Packers fans really love. Uh, a destination game to travel to yeah. and beer. And <laughs> so I think there's probably both in Las Vegas, oh, yeah. along with lots of other things. So uh, I, I was fully expecting, I don't know if you guys saw, I think I mentioned this to Dave last week, I don't know if you guys saw the Sunday night game a couple of weeks ago, but uh, the Steelers played out oh, there, yeah. and it, yeah. was, it was 75% Steelers fans in the stands. Like the, the, the Raiders had to go to what they call a silent count uh, 
mm-hmm. during the, on offense at home where they don't yell out the snap count because it's too loud. So I would anticipate that would be the case tonight, and that Lambeau West will provide quite the home field disadvantage for the actual home team. And, and what do we know about the home team? Jimmy Garofalo is playing. Will Devontae Adams play? Yeah. That's the big question here. So I got, I got to talk to Devontae on Friday night and catch up with him for a story and, and just get to talk to him. He's, you know, he's one of my all-time favorites. And uh, I, I, I wasn't quite as crushed as Sydney was when the Bucks traded Drew Holiday a couple weeks ago, but I was pretty disappointed. Uh, when Devontae got traded. And he was great for us as reporters. He's obviously a great player. Uh, and and one of the things I did ask him uh, was whether or not he was going to play because I knew he had the shoulder injury. And he says he is. So they list him as questionable. But uh, I will be surprised if he doesn't play against his former team. So I think he's excited to do that. But it was interesting because he insists, and maybe he has no other choice but to say this at this point, but he insists that he doesn't have any regrets about how things ended in Green Bay. He he wanted, you know, once the Packers did not sign him to an extension, uh, he wanted to move on. And he got what he wanted. He played with his college quarterback and his best friend for a year. And then the, and the Raiders moved on from Derek Carr. But he doesn't complain. He feels like they can get things turned around. I don't agree. I think their coach is not very good, and I don't think their team is very good. But he's he's at least putting on a happy face as he struggles through uh, playing for a team that went six and eleven last year and is one and three this year. Jason, do you get the silly body? Uh, the silly body, yes. So there was a video that was posted uh, by athletes first of players, wives, and girlfriends yeah. uh, talking about their boyfriends or husbands. And apparently, uh, any time that Jordan's girlfriend, who played volleyball at Oregon, uh, tickles him, apparently, he gets uh, the, quote, silly body. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently they made T-shirts out of that, which... Uh, you know, again, I, I, I am sure that if Paula wanted to, there's lots of things she could say that would embarrass me. Uh, I don't know if anybody would actually care, though, so I think I'm safe. Okay, that's what but I wanted yeah, to know. What would she what say? That's a great question. I can ask her, but she was trying to make sure that no dogs bark during the making ah. of this segment. So we'll <laughs> no, that's okay. That we welcome the dog bark. But isn't this a, a good sign that the, the Jordan's teammates are fully into him, can joke with him? It's a sign of unity amongst, amongst this Packer team. Absolutely, Marcus. You know, I think that that's a – look, they're all uh, – obviously there's a few veterans, Bakhtiari included, a few on defense, but this is a very, very young – and there is a, regardless of, of where they're kind of at in their development as football players, there is definitely a connectivity that these young guys have among themselves. And you're right. When, when you can, I don't want to get us in trouble with the FCC, so when you can give your quarterback some grief mm-hmm. uh, about something like that, uh, that's certainly a good sign. So, yes, I, I, thought, I thought of that as well. I, you know, my first thought was I'd be embarrassed if they made those T-shirts. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be curious to know if Jordan was. Uh, yeah, it, you're, you're right, Marcus. I think it's a really good sign.
So when I think of all the great brothers that are playing in the NFL, you have Jason and Travis Kelsey, you have Dalvin and James Cook, Stefan and Trevor Diggs, and of course, Daniel and Anders Carlson. You know, the one thing that's been really remarkable to me so far this season is going into the preseason, all the questions about Anders Carlson. Uh, have we kind of seen that we don't have to worry about him as our kicker anymore? Well, uh, certainly he's off to a very good start. In fact, both of the Carlson brothers have yet to miss a kick this season. So that is, that's great for both of those teams. Now there's, look, there, there's going to be tough times for any, any young player, right? And that includes kickers. Heck, it includes Mason Crosby. When he was midway through his career, he had a rough stretch, right? So, uh, but what's been, what's been impressive about Anders is that he hit a really rough patch in training camp. He, he couldn't hit uh, water falling out of a boat. And after that, he kind of made some tweaks. Remember, he missed those extra points in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and he got himself fixed, and he hasn't had a problem since. And so I, I always have a lot of respect for guys that struggle but figure it out and figure it out quickly. And he certainly has. That doesn't mean there won't be issues down the road, but it was fun. I talked to his, his dad, Hans, who was driving to Las Vegas. They're having like a family reunion. Not only is this the first time that Daniel and Anders have kicked in the same game at any level. They both went to Auburn. Yeah. They overlapped there for a year, but obviously Daniel was the kicker and Anders was redshirting. But their oldest brother, Niles, is actually flying in from Sweden, which is where he lives. He was a professional soccer player over there where Hans was born and grew up. And so he's flying in with one of his two sons and they've got 27 family members that are going to be in the stands for the game. So uh, that is a very cool part of this, that these two guys are going to get to go against each other. All right, Jason, what's your prediction then for tonight? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I like to tell the story of being on the media bus to Super Bowl 32 and saying to my colleagues, I don't see any way the Packers lose this game. And then they lost uh, uh-huh. to the 12-and-a-half-point underdog uh, Denver Broncos. So I never say that phrase anymore because yeah. uh, I never want to put the whammy on them. But uh, it is hard for me to picture uh, how they would lose a game where they're basically playing at home in Las Vegas against a team that's not very good. And I don't think the Packers are a finished product by any means, but it's it's tough for me to see a pass. They they if they play poorly defensively, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo can be a very accurate passer. Um, but if if they can't stop him, if Devontae Adams has a colossal game, and if uh, Josh Jacobs, who has not been super productive as their running back, but led the league in rushing a year ago, gets going, then they could be in some trouble. But I don't anticipate that being the case. All right, good to hear. So then we will talk to you again on Thursday about the big win. Yes? I look forward to that, everybody, and great job. I appreciate you. Take care. Be good. All right, thanks, Jason. Jason Wilde brought to you today by DJ's Transmissions with over 45 years of serving Milwaukee and one of the best warranties on complete transmission repair. It's DJ's Transmissions. Visit djstransmissions.com. And by Mr. Holland Home Services, call 866 866- 992-1717 or mrhollandshomeservices.com.